0: Well, thank you very much there, John Bon Jovial, ladies and
1: gentlemen, the legendary John Bon Jovial, who is with us to you know, basically make sure that I manage to get through the entire hour without messing it up too badly. And the excellent job he does of that also, so I think you should... Uh, it, it, it's no.
0: either that or I just annoy the hell out of you, so, and that could also be my job.
1: Well, you can do that, yes, yes, there are times that you <laughs> have, have actually done that, but uh, usually you're here for the good times and the good people we get to talk to and the good music and we're going to give you a sample of that right now been promising you this one we have back we don't have them here in the studio with us yet but we're going to try keep trying on that we have the latest hits from our house band Kitty Bingo and uh, well hey give it a listen it's called Texas Heart <laughs> I Ah, uh, sung like a true voice of Texas there, ladies and gentlemen. Titty Bingo, the man from Texas who does our theme music for us and has for going on eight years now, and we're so thankful to them. That's their latest. It's Texas Heart, and that definitely is down-home Texas music. Don't you think so, John Bon Joviol?
0: Oh, absolutely. Anything that these guys touch just reeks of Texas, and in a very good way. Uh, you know, Great song. This is my first time hearing it. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I was tapping my toe there. Nice job, guys. Nice job, indeed.
1: Absolutely. And uh, we look forward to sooner or later
0: getting them back here on the show. They, uh,
1: they, they either have a very busy schedule or they have an aversion to being on the show. And I don't know. We haven't... Uh, <laughs> We haven't treated them badly. I mean, this isn't Howard Stern where we, you know, be embarrassing or anything. <laughs> hey, well, I, ju- anyway. I use
0: I use my I use my deodorant every day, so I well, know I should be covered. That's a good thing. I, I'm glad you
1: do. I hope you <laughs> hope you wash your hands every day too. Hey, thanks, guys. Titty Bingo, great bunch of guys uh, who also traveled with uh, Willie Nelson and Beckham, uh quite frequently, as well as several other artists, and uh, we were only kidding, dumping on Texas. We love Texas. We love all of the countries. As a matter of fact, we're going to prove that with our next guest, because she's another guest, a second one we've had recently, I think, from uh, the other border, north of the border, up there in the great land of Canada. We'll have Kimberly Gaby here to talk in just a couple of minutes, right after we listen to her first release, Kimberly Gaby. It's called... Karma. What a sound! I love it. And uh, I, first question I'm going to have to ask her uh, when we when when you come in and sit down here for a second, Kimberly. First question I got to ask you is uh, how can you be so laid back and relaxed? I mean, come on, <laughs> you really get into that stuff, don't you?
2: Yeah, my my music is pretty much everything for me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we never would have guessed. I mean, hey, great <laughs> tune and you just you just put your heart and soul in it that's very obvious, don't you think so, John Don Jovial?
0: Oh, absolutely. You've got a very strong voice and it shows and you can keep a tune and that you know what in this that day helps. and age, that's wonderful. It really <laughs> is wonderful, and I love the production values that you put into the harmonies and the guitar work on that uh all around. I think you've got a really, really nice package, Kimberly.
2: Oh, thank you. That's really awesome. Thanks. I have I have a good band. I have good people behind me to help me.
1: Very definitely do. One one of the things we always like to do here on the show is we like to give the band credit because so often you know so often the front person or the leader or whoever uh, gets all the notice and everything, and we like to make sure that the uh, you know the supporting act is just as important. We like to make sure they get their their dues too. So tell us if you would please about these uh, about the band you have with you.
2: Yeah, well, i have like my band with me. I call them my boys. So I got my boys behind me. I have my guitar player, Maxim. I have my, my electric guitar, Maxim. My acoustic, Mathieu, I have my bass player, Rick. And then I have my drums, uh, Michelle. And Max, Maxim also does my back vocals with me. So they're, they're the team behind me. They, they make my music sound great and they back me up.
1: Well, you guys work very well together. How long have you been together now?
2: Uh the first time that we performed together is about 6 years ago, so we've been going strong for a few years now.
1: Oh, another one of those overnight successes. Of course, I see that. <laughs> That's wonderful. Great. I'm I'm so glad that you have a group that you're working with that works well with you, supports you well and sticks with you. That's really important because this is not the easiest business in the world and uh I wanted to also ask you before I forget, because I sometimes get rambling and forget things. I wanted to ask you, did you write that tune?
2: Yeah, I did. I write all my songs. I actually write them all, and I compose them.
1: Fantastic. Fantastic. That is awesome. uh, It's, you know, it's an extra... Uh, extra thing for you to lean on so that you don't have to lean on just your singing. You can also do writing. And, and for that matter, if you can write your own tunes, you can hustle them to, uh, to other artists too. John, you had a question.
0: Well, yeah, I want to get to the, the name of the song, karma. Uh, we all know what karma is. Karma can be a, a great thing or karma can be a real, well, you know what I mean? ungreat uh, thing. Yeah. Now, in writing this song, did you write this because somebody did you right or somebody did you wrong?
2: It's actually a really funny story because I actually this is one of the very first songs I wrote in my life and I actually wrote it when I was about 12 years old with one of my first bands. <laughs> so, my one of my drum player and my guitar player, they just kind of started putting out a beat. We just kind of started jamming around and then Karma became a song.
1: Now you've been doing this for uh, quite a while, from what I'm told. Seems to me you, uh, well, I think the story I got was that you've been singing since you first found your voice
2: oh yeah i've been uh, singing since i could talk i remember my mom uh, telling me as soon as i could talk i was singing my actually first song was oh where can my baby be from pearl jam i started singing that <laughs> the day i started talking
1: <laughs> well you definitely had a lot of practice and you've definitely put it to good use you've definitely grown as an artist and uh, i seriously i love what you're doing so often we get it carried away categorizing music and artists but one of the things i like about it is its crossover appeal i mean it if you play it to someone they're not going to be able to tell right off the bat they're not going to be able to say oh that's country or oh that's rock or oh that's pop but by the same token you're not leaving yourself out of those categories either and i i love the crossover appeal of the song the fact that it can Be taken as country, rock, pop, you know, whatever your preference is. Now, I know I'm told that you're from Canada, and if I did my homework correctly, you're from a relatively small town up there.
2: Yeah, I'm from a little town. It's called uh, the Gnostic Quebec. It's actually quite funny because I, a lot of country artists are like, "Oh yeah, I'm from a small hometown," but like I'm really from a small hometown. If you if you look up my address and look up my city, it says Ghost Town because there's I'm... not a lot of not a great population.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: glad you mentioned that because that was exactly where I was going next. I wanted to ask you about that because it shows that the town actually exists. But it also, and I was questioning, does it list the town you live in as a ghost town? Or does it list that as the site of a ghost town? But apparently, it's all one and the same. Yeah. Well, so that is that is so neat. I, I read where they uh, there are still some leftover buildings from however far back in various states of disrepair. Although, <laughs> I have to say one article that I read uh, did have a typo in there. And I'm afraid they're they're not going to be well-loved by lovers of Canada because the article says it's there, these buildings are in various stages of Canada or something like that. Anyways, they, they don't say, you know, various stages of falling apart or whatever. It's various stages of Canada, which I thought was kind of funny because I've been to Canada and the last I knew, it wasn't a ghost town. But I think that's neat. That's a neat story you've got and the fact that you are from there. Uh just makes it all that much better. it uh, definitely gives you something to talk about besides your music,
2: yeah, I know for sure that's that's hilarious. I never knew about that article, so that's actually funny to hear.
0: what is the uh, the history of uh, of your hometown kimberly uh, if if it's uh, if it's in varying Stages of disrepair, or uh, like for example, there's a town in California called Bodie, and they say it's in a state of arrested decay because it's a state park. <laughs> but is is um, uh, is your town like that? It does it have a mining history that goes back you know 150 years? Uh, you know what what is the deal with where you live? What what happened there to get it to the point where it is today?
2: I think mostly there's not like a big history behind it. I just know that like in the days it was a lot of farming lands and like a lot of big farms with the dairy cows and plant and like plantations planting like oats, hay. That type of deal, not so much of mining and stuff. It was more of a farming population. We have um, older buildings still there that are actually quite fixed up today, like old the old churches, the old schools, and like the old post office and an old store. But the people that owned it today actually repaired some of it, so they still have a little bit of history in the older towns that were there before. But... Like for the history and the past of the town, it was mostly a farming town. Yeah, they
1: say that in the article I read that, that there's an old hotel, a school, and a train station, as well as. And this was the point. This was the one I was laughing about, and very and numerous houses in varying Canada of decay. Uh, i think they might want to go back and check that (laughs) (laughs) That, that. yeah that's an oopsie. we digress a little bit here because we're talking primarily about your music and i know that you are relatively new in the business and uh i'm guessing that you're probably you're probably a little bit beyond your teen years, but I don't think, you know, you're anywhere near uh, antiques like John and I. Uh, how, how long have you actually been doing this professionally?
2: Professionally, I started doing my shows when I was about 16 years old, professionally taking contracts, signing contracts, and doing uh, bigger festivals. Yeah, when I was 16 years old, I started that. And as
1: as someone on the newer end of the scale, I mean, you're not a, a longtime seasoned pro, uh, if from your perspective, how did you deal with this awful period of uh, pandemic that we just went through that shut just about everything down?
2: I honestly found it quite hard because, like, around my hometown and, like, around the surrounding provinces and cities, I was working really hard to get my name out there and my music out there and my show and my brand, so, like, before the COVID and the pandemic hit, I was booked pretty much solid for a summer and really starting to get out there and really get my name out there and starting to do big shows that would get me like noticed in places and further in my music career. So then when COVID hit a lot, well like a hundred percent of them got canceled. So that was a really hard on my music career and like took a hard hit on me and like progressing in my music and in my music career but, to stay intact with it is to still like keep my name and myself out there. I was doing my Facebook lives I was posting like more on my social media. I also took the time to uh get better at playing my guitar and be in uh, writing more music, writing on new songs, new melodies. So at least it gave me the time to do that, to create new material and to create new songs. But I'm definitely excited that COVID is starting to kind of get lost. So I can uh, oh, start yes. getting out there again and getting back on stage and doing my things.
1: I think we all are. Now, being from legitimately from a legitimate small town, I mean, we haven't had anyone from a ghost town on the show before, so you already fit our Hall of Fame there. Uh, But being (laughs) legitimately from a small community like that and building trying to build your career and your territory that you cover, which I'm sure you're planning on expanding even more so as you can, one of the features of the show is we try to help artists in their endeavor to become successful in this business, and to that extent, we even have a, a a recurring feature, Rockstar 101, where we bring in experts from the business to talk about what it takes to make it in today's music business. So what I'd like to hear from you, what steps have you taken? What do you think are the major steps you have taken that have helped you open the door, expand your career, and get those larger gigs that you were mentioning
2: a big step of it is definitely just putting yourself out there and being wide in the open not being shy and a lot of people they see like small opportunities come your way and a lot of people will turn down those small opportunities but at the end of the day sometimes those small opportunities will give you the biggest opportunities of your life so i mean i would say even if you think it's the smallest opportunity to take it and jump on or even if you're somewhere and you see someone try to make that conversation try to get your name out there get your music out there show it to anybody say your name to anybody even with the smallest conversations listening to a country song and someone's like oh that's a good song say, "Oh, hey well by the way i'm an artist as well if you're like this is my song go check it out check it out to like pass it on tell your friends tell your family just creating those conversations creating those links that's definitely a big thing is just getting out there not being shy really having conversations with people and taking every possible opportunity you can
1: very good. I I couldn't have said it better. Uh, very, very well spoken. You obviously have a good grasp of where you are, what you need to do. And so my next question is, when are you going to branch out and come down to the States?
2: Oh, I'm definitely, it's going to happen very soon. I was actually planning on getting my butt down there soon, but then COVID hit me. But my plans are definitely in the works of coming back down and uh, trying to, yeah, start getting some shows out in the States and uh, getting my name out there. That's definitely one of the next things on my, one of the next big things on my schedule.
1: Fantastic. Now, one thing, there's a couple of things I want to mention from our side of the uh, perspective here. Uh, One of the things I have to mention, you do get... uh, planning some shows down in the states try and keep in mind or you know write down in your notebook somewhere that john is down in the naples fort myers area of florida and i'm out in the phoenix area of arizona so if you ever get in those areas uh, by all means give us a shout look us up let us know because we would love to pop up and get to meet you see you in person and also hear you in person. The other thing I would like to mention is uh, we tell everyone that once you're on our show, you're part of our family and we'd like to keep track of our family and help you in any way we can and see where you're going, what you're doing and how you're growing. One of those things that we have available, one of my social media pages on Facebook, the Facebook page, my groups page, the David Bowers Awards, you can post your own, your gigs, your writing, uh, where you're at, you know, in your career, what you're doing, uh, you know, if you're taking two weeks off to spend with your family, whatever you want to put on there that you want to share with your fans and future fans, we we take no responsibility for rumors. Now you're on your own there, but anything you want to, Put on there that's related to you and your music feel free to you do not have to send a press release or anything you can post it directly to that page and including your show dates your self-promotion whatever you want so keep that in mind that's there for you to use that's that's what it's there for
2: oh wow awesome that's really great news thank you for that opportunity and uh, to do that that's a grand favor thank you
1: that's our pleasure. That's what it's there for, and that's what we're here for, to uh, you know, to help indie artists and, uh, and their music, and we love doing it. We've met some wonderful people. I I, I really feel that uh, you're going to fit right in that category completely, and uh, we love having you here. One Another thing we do is we like to give the artists a chance to do some self-promotion because we believe self-promotion uh, should be first on the list. And, again, that's what we're here for, Stage, for you to promote yourself. So tell the folks where they can find you online, how they can uh, follow you, get your music. And, of course, that's the important one, buy the music. So tell them all about how they can find you.
2: Oh, awesome. Well, I, I have a Facebook page. It goes by my name, Kimberly Gaby, all my pages. So I have a Facebook page. I have an Instagram page. I also have a website I also have Twitter, I have a YouTube, and my music. you can find it everywhere it's all on all major platforms worldwide and if you don't have a major platform such as like Spotify iTunes, Amazon music, my music is also like located free on youtube
1: fantastic great and listeners, if you do forget any of that and you need to find her, as I always say. Drop me a line, David, at thedavidbowers.com, and I'll be happy to direct you in Kimberly's direction. Now, before we let you go, I'm going to give you a chance to talk about this next tune, which is your current hit, and it's called Smoke. Tell us about Smoke.
2: Yeah, so Smoke is my latest hit signal that I released. I that's a, like, really funny story, too. That actually, that song just came to me one day when I was, like, driving in my car, and I just kind of got a melody in my head. And as soon as I got home, I started writing, and I started working with the melody, and it popped up. I'm actually quite proud. Well, I'm proud of all my songs, but I I like Smoke. I think it's a really good Smoke, and I think it's an empowering song. I'm not sure it's for women, but men. It's it's a good song to beat to. It's a good song to feel empowered by and just feel strong. So that's, that's one of my newest ones I'm pretty proud of.
1: And I can tell you are that uh, the fact that you're proud of the music that you're creating and that you're doing so much of it on your own. And uh, that's great. It speaks very well for you. And it also speaks very well for your future. I really believe we're going to be hearing a lot more of Kimberly Gaby. Thank you so much for coming by and sharing time with us today, telling us your story. And I want to also mention that I love the fact that so far your first two releases you have interesting funny little stories to go along as backstories to them I think that's great it it just puts it injects so much more than just the tune into people's memory of you and the Anything you can do to stay in the people's mind is is really good for your career. Again, thank you, Kimberly. We look forward to hearing more from you. We look forward to having you back again in the near future.
2: Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it, and I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me about my music and my career and my little hometown. (laughs)
1: Absolutely, and you be sure to keep in touch with us because we want to know what's going on. We want to follow you and watch you grow as an artist. Ladies and gentlemen, her name is Kimberly Gabe and this is her current hit tune called Smoke. ¡Gracias! And that is smoking that's Kimberly Gaby from uh, Quebec Canada and uh, one of the things we didn't have time to touch on I wanted to be sure and mention is a major a big thing with her is giving back to her community she does a lot of social work within her community and we commend her for that I think uh, I think Canada has another budding star uh, coming up there that we're going to hear a lot more of don't you John
0: yeah, I like this girl's style, and I think she shows huge potential. And also, more, most importantly, uh, the music has a real nice commercial tinge to it.
1: I have to agree with you with On Her Way. I think you're going to be hearing a lot more of Kimberly Gaby. Remember that name. And you heard her right here on the David Bowers Awards. Don't you forget your comments. We always love to hear from you. Send us your notes, your letters, your complaints, even whatever you'd like to tell us. David at TheDavidBowers.com. We've got Ooh. our next guest standing by. so We're going to move on right now, and uh, we're going to give you a tune, and then we're going to talk about The Little Wretches. This is called All My Friends. Mm-hmm.
4: With terrible secrets Hidden up in their attics Closets full of skeletons And old bones They only bring out To play with When nobody's home All of my friends Are on somebody's list Of undesirables And anarchists It's not even safe To admit that You're one of my friends and effect, we're notably known for abuse and neglect We're natural targets, we're perfect to blame None of my friends ever runs out of shame All of my friends are taking some kind of rap But your biggest weapon is your handicap Nothing much good ever happens to none of my friends We're carving a niche between the dust and the ether, walking in circles, living alone. We're stuck in a ditch, but I'm a believer, I don't. We're walking in beauty, we're walking in grace We're marching like sheep to the slaughterhouse blade with a the prize-winning herd at the Macy's Parade None of my friends ever made the first team If you're going to hell, gotta go to extremes Gently down the stream, oh, none of my friends Fight air, we're the high priest of culture. We kneel down for a prayer for the lesbian couples and their turkey basters and the amateur, the connoisseur, cyanide tasters. <laughs> All of my friends, wind scattered and blown never get too close to the foot of the throne, but they're the best people I've ever
3: known.
4: We're carving a niche between the dust and the ether, walking in circles, living alone. We're stuck in a ditch.
1: My friends, and uh, here to talk oh, about it, here to talk about the little wrenches, is a gentleman by the name of Robert Wagner. Robert, come on in here and say hello. Hey, hey,
4: hello.
5: Actually, yeah, I always try to introduce myself as Robert Andrew Wagner because there's so many Robert Wagners running around. And when you yeah, introduce you know, the song, I, w- I wasn't sure if you were going to play that because that's that just came out. That's an acoustic concert that I did, me and a violin player named uh, Dave Maughan. Uh, Last year, we put out the full band version, and there's a really great lyric video. oh, oh, When you said all of my friends, I was sure you were going to play the full band version. It was cool to be able to sit here and listen to that. Uh, Thank you.
1: Well, it's nice that you have both versions available, and I know our listeners will more than likely play both of them, and you're right about the name Robert Wagner. I I couldn't help but sit here. When I first was listening to this, I, I was sitting there listening to it, and it was just hard to picture this song and the Robert Wagner, the actor that we'd all know and love. So I'm thinking, no, this, oh, this but, is wrong. This but isn't he changed. right. But it, it, it he does changed so up much a... over
5: the years.
3: He was such
5: a good looking, dashing young guy. And then when he got older, like if you remembered what he looked like when he was young.
3: Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You
5: know, you, you, that would carry over. But but I, I wonder what would it be like if the first time you saw Robert Wagner, the actor who was in his old age, if you know, you just wouldn't understand why. No,
1: you know, people no like you're him. absolutely right. You wouldn't, and I'm sure there's a lot of the younger generation that could appreciate that because uh, they only know him from the TV show NCIS, where he played Dinozzo's father. And uh, you, you know, there's a lot of the audience there that doesn't even know about the earlier Robert Wagner. But we are pleased to have this Robert Wagner on the show, and I do have to ask you one question right up front, Robert. Uh, your song about all of my friends is uh, it is great. I love it. I did from the moment I first heard it, especially if you listen to the lyric. But it does make me want to ask you one question: Do you have any
5: friends? <laughs> oh man, I got a lot of dead friends. I'll tell you that. You know, the mortality rate mortality well, rate thinking, in the little wretches is pretty high. Uh, I was
1: thinking uh, when I heard the, that song, I'm thinking. You know, he's, he's, he's slamming all of his friends. Does he really have any friends anymore?
3: <laughs> what do you
5: mean slamming, man? I'm celebrating. I'm talking about, the, you know, we're the little wretches, as in blessed are the meek. The little wretches that lay miserable, hunchback of Notre Dame. The the people who are on the outside and have to find a way to survive and have to find a way to make it and will never say die and will never quit. Uh, you and, know, so. Uh, and I wanted to, those I wanted to much, ask who are little wretches, understand how we've been kicked aside so many times that we've got to stand together and tell the truth about our lives.
1: Well, you know, that was my next question. I was going to ask you the obvious question, where you came up with this name, the Little Wretches, and I knew there had to be a story behind it, but... Uh, oh,
5: you, well, you... there's a lot. I mean, I, I mentioned some of the, like, like the, the, like the literary and kind of philosophical allusions, but the actual name... Uh, came from the subtitles of a movie. Well, we we were watching a movie. Me, you know, me and the guys who eventually formed The Little Wretches, we were watching a movie uh, called The 400 Blows. It's, it's a French movie directed by Francois Truffaut, And there's a scene where a couple of kids who had just stolen money, they had just burglarized somebody's house and stolen money, and they're walking down the steps of a huge cathedral, and a priest is ascending the steps. And they look at the priest and say, Good morning, Madam. And then the priest turns around, you calling me Madam, and he says, Little Wretch. And when the word Little Wretch appeared on the screen, I just looked at everybody and said, that's the name of our band.
1: We're the Little Wretches. And uh, <laughs> Great. I knew, I knew with a name like that, there had to be a story behind it there somewhere. And knowing also what a lot of our listeners probably don't know, is the fact that the little wretches are not really a new act? Been around for a little while, and I wanted to ask you because there is a story that last year you released a long-stashed album of the little wretches from way back in two thousand one. What was all that all
5: about? Well, you know, I, I started uh, writing songs and performing, you know, what you would call professionally. Uh, around, you know, when I was 19 years old, uh, the punk scene had kind of started in Pittsburgh. And that gave people like me, who might not have uh, fit in anywhere, gave us the license to get out there and perform and, and find out what we're good at. So it gave me a couple of years to tread water. And then I figured out, okay, what I am is, is I'm a writer. Uh, I, I teach. I tell stories through songs. Uh, you know, I teach through stories and tell stories through songs. And, you know, I don't really fit in anywhere. You know, you fit in in the world of punk because anything, anything goes there. But, uh, you know, but most people associate punk with like loud guitars. And, you know, if you're going to tell stories, you can't drown them out with loud guitars. So my brother and I uh, started The Little Wretches as, as a vehicle for, for my writing. And, you know, I've come to, to see that audiences can handle anything if you, you know, every story needs a context. Every picture needs a frame. You can hit them with some pretty powerful things. You know, think of movies like Taxi Driver, you know. It, you know, it's not for everybody, but there's an audience for it. You know, so, so for me, delivering some pretty powerful songs, I, I know that I can connect with the audience and keep them from having a knee-jerk fear reaction, uh, you know, by inserting some humor and some, you know, personality. And, and also framing it maybe with some other uh, popular songs, maybe by Johnny Cash or Hank Williams. Uh, you know, so, it's all, again, it's all putting things in context that makes it accessible to the audience. Um, I mean, that's what I try to do with my live shows. Mostly these days I perform live solo, you know, me and uh, singing and playing acoustic guitar. Uh, when the opportunity presents itself, we, we bring up the whole band. We've been do- doing it for a long time. And, you know, most of the people in the band, you know, we hit we hit a phase where it just wasn't economically sustainable. Me, I can gotcha. show up with my guitar, and, you know, I, I can play anything in our catalog solo on my guitar. I like it better gotcha. when I have uh, somebody singing with me. I like it better with the full band. But, you know, it has to be economically viable. And, you know, sure. it's an expensive business, you know. And there's a lot of hard work drag, dragging Three hundred pound amplifiers up oh, steps yes. at three o'clock in the morning you know that's Absolutely. Uh, once once guys get so so this the album that you mentioned we recorded it, but I just couldn't see releasing it because you know we're not in those guys we're not in position to tour, so it's right. a, a hunk of plastic that's going to sit on a shelf and then last year when we had the pandemic okay the the technology's changed now most people stream music uh, Mm-hmm. So, okay, I can get it out. Nobody's touring. It's a level playing field. And, you know, the the funny thing is, is 20 years passed, but it sounds like it was recorded yesterday, and all of the songs, were, you know, they're as timely now as they were when they first debuted. And we recorded it right in the aftermath of the, you know, the whole World Trade Center 2001. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Then,
1: the, the one thing I noticed, the writer for the Pittsburgh Gazette Uh, said basically what you just said. After 20 years, the album holds up as well as when it was originally released. And for our listeners' benefit uh, who aren't familiar with it, the original album was Undesirables and Anarchists. And if that isn't the title for you, nothing is. We'd like to get that yes, word out yes. there, too. And you're, you're obviously... Well, that comes right
5: out of the song. That comes right out right. of the song, All of My Friends. All of my right. friends and are on somebody's list of undesirables and anarchists.
1: Anarchists. And you, you're, you're obviously, one, a good, deep thinker. And you put that to work well because you are also someone with a way with words. I I have never heard anarchists rhymed with anything (laughs) in a song before and john bon jovial i know he's a deep thinker because i can look at him right now and tell he's thinking about something he wants to hit you with so go for (laughs) it john
0: i was just thinking about vacation but that's okay Uh, (laughs) i'm on
5: vacation
0: right now yeah hey robert first of all welcome to the show we are really truly thrilled that you're here with us um, and you had mentioned something just a few minutes ago about the punk scene, and uh, being admittedly the uh, the dinosaur uh, that I am, I've been around some seven decades now. Uh, I, you know, I think of the punk scene, and I, I think of Sid Vicious, I think of the Sex Pistols, and uh, and and I'm gathering that this is a genre that you have gravitated toward. And, and and not that there's anything wrong with it, because a lot of the stuff that, you know, that comes out of that era, I really like. Uh, but in listening to all of my friends, the version that we played, the live acoustic version, which, by the way, that was just terrific. Um, Thank you. Is, is there such a thing as acoustic punk? Yeah, well, there is.
5: There is. But that's yeah. not what I mean. We were never even even when we were performing in punk venues. Uh, sharing the bill with punk bands, we were never really we were never really a punk band, but that's where where we had access to. And you know, like anything else, things become stylized and, and boiled down. But punk was a was a pretty broad, broad, you know, open table. You know, and anybody was welcome uh, up to a certain point. And and then it you know it became stylized and and it, Became its own little exclusive party. There's nothing exclusive about us. I mean, everybody always kind of told us, "You guys are a folk rock band," and it's okay, well, you know, folk rock. Uh, we're you know we're storytellers, and and I and I prefer, you know, I just can't do, uh, you know, because I write a lot of lyrics. I can't do that with punk music with, with the loud guitars. I can do it with acoustic music
0: yeah, because try, it's I'm listening to, to that energy up. Yeah, I'm listening to this and 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 the, the thing the, the two artists that I flashed on almost immediately were Phil Oaks and early Tim Buckley. And uh oh. and and you, oh you, you somehow you somehow manage to take those two and your own style and meld it into one and you know, I I just thought it was pretty cool.
5: Well, okay, John Bon Jovial, thank you
0: because
5: we, when <laughs> we recorded this album, my ideal, you know, like in, in, my, in my imagination, my favorite solo acoustic album was a Phil Oaks album, Phil Oaks Live in Concert. And I even, when, when we were uh, transferred I have we're, that record,
0: we,
5: uh, we just played acoustically in a hall, we, you know, with no microphones. We just hung microphones in the room, but nothing was amplified. And when we transferred the recording and then mastered it, I was telling the engineers and, and you know Tom DeMuzio who mastered it, the the model for this is Phil Oaks live in concert. If we can get that presence and that vibe, that, that connection with the audience, if we can get that, that that's what I, I am striving for.
0: Well, and and so I, I tell you, you what, if, if you know the old the old you know adage, if I'm lying, I'm dying. I didn't know that. I really, honest to God, I did not know that. I was just listening to that, and I'm thinking, I'm listening to Phil Oaks or I'm listening to Tim Buckley and and, and well, you.
5: I know we have limited time, man, but I just read – there was a bio, a long time ago, there was a biography of Phil Oaks called Death of a Rebel. I think it was written by Mark Elliott. A couple of days ago, I finished a, a, another biography of Phil Oakes called uh, – There But For Fortune by Michael Schumacher. Of course, it ends tragically, and you know as you're reading it's going to end tragically. A guy who had so much optimism and so much love and so much energy, uh, and, you know, it spun off the rails. uh, And if I could keep that flame alive, I I would be proud to do it.
1: Well, I have to jump in and correct myself here, and uh, that is in, in reference that I made to the track All of My Friends. That was from your live album, not from your Undesirables and Anarchists album. And I I wanted to make that point because we're also going to play a tune from the Undesirables album, which is Who is America? We're going to close out with that. But before we let you go... Oh, brother, thank you. You're welcome. Before we let you go, uh, we have a uh, we have a few uh, pieces of business we have to take care of here. One of which is to remind you, as we do all our guests, that uh, among our many social media pages, uh, I have a page on Facebook that is our groups page, the David Bowers Awards groups page. And that is open for all of our guests and really for anybody in the music business that has information that they want to pass on, whether it's new releases, uh, rumors, uh, tour dates, whatever you want to cover. If you want to share it with your fans and uh, hopefully some new fans, too, feel free to post it on my the David Bowers Awards Groups page on Facebook. You don't have to send me a press release or anything. You can post it directly to that page, and we will in turn take the information and repost it uh, all over the place. You know, we'll put it on our our Twitter page, all our social media pages. Jo- John Bon Jovi may even put it on the men's room wall for all I know. I I don't know for sure, of course, but you never know. But seriously, if you uh, got something you want to get out to the fans, Feel free to use that page. That's what it's there for. And uh, like we tell everybody, once you're on this show, you're part of our family. So we want to know what's going on, help you any way we can, and just generally keep in touch with you because you are family. And uh, Thank you. The the other thing, we believe very strongly that self-promotion should be encouraged, and we do just that. So this is your stage. We're going to play another one of your tunes, but first, go ahead self promote yourself tell the folks how they can find you follow you get in touch with you and most importantly of course buy your music
3: yeah well the best
5: the best way to get us uh, our website is not the little wretches it's dot com. it's actually loaded with with information and uh cool pictures and, and a lot of the band history and then you know we have a facebook page and uh, there's tons of live video of us, not even from my own uh, YouTube page. If you just Google, if you go to YouTube and type in the little wretches, there are hours and hours of live concerts that are, you know, uh, when 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 people were recording those concerts, I didn't know how how important they would come to be. Uh, so you just look, and then please, ladies and gentlemen, and, and boys and girls out there. I I appreciate it when you stream our music, but we make more money when you download our music.
0: So uh,
5: your record collection is a reflection of you. Now, do you want to look in the mirror and see nothing? No, you want to look in the mirror and see somebody with a great collection of music, and you should have the little wretches in your collection.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm going to hire this guy to come on and do our advertising for us. He's a he's a great pitch man, right? <laughs> really.
5: <laughs> thank you, thank
1: you so much, Robert. Yeah. It has been a you ball having you on the show. You set me
5: up. You no, know, no, no, no. I, I just jumped easy.
1: into the opening there, man. You uh, you got it down. We offer everybody the chance some are just better than others at getting the message across and we commend you for that and we thank you so much for sharing your time with us you're right we are out of time so we're going to have to move on right now and wish you all the best in the world and again remind you please do keep in touch ladies and gentlemen this is robert wagner of little wretches and here they are with who is america Who is America? And I can't help but think, uh, I, I too am glad that we played the acoustic version of the first track, but this last one gives you John Bon Jovial a little bit of the feel of one of his other influences. And you, you get a little bit of the guitar work, a little driving sound of uh, uh, the Velvet Underground or even the Dream Syndicate. Just a touch, there's a hint of it there. Really enjoyed having him here. Really enjoyed both our guests this week. How about you, John Bon Jovial?
0: We had some great conversation, we had some really good music, and uh, yeah, th- this is what this show is all about. This is why Absolutely. I love doing this, so we can do this kind of conversation and get this kind of word out. Radio today, you know, the terrestrial radio that you and I grew up with and and came up
1: to the ranks Family lacking. with,
0: would, would, would do something like this. The I Heart uh-huh. Media's of the world... Well, you know, this that's a different subject for another day. But, no, yeah, th- am, this, this was terrific today.
1: And I am so happy to be able to do a show like this where we can not only get the music of the indie artists out there, give them one more stage to perform on and meet new people, but also get the chance to sit and chat with them for a few minutes, get to know them a little bit. We want to thank you, our listeners, for being here with us because, as we always say, without you, there isn't us. We want to thank our guest this week, Kimberly Gable. And, of course, Little Wretches, Mr. Robert Wagner. And we thank you so much for being with us. We we'll look forward to seeing you again next week. Right now, John Bon Jovial, I think it's time for you to take us home.
0: Okay. Well, folks, you done did it again. Spent another perfectly good hour with us here at the David Bowers Awards. And we are eternally grateful for your presence. We really are. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and of course, from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona, and we are available for free on most of the major streaming services, including now the new com forward slash the David Bowers. Be sure to follow the David Bowers Awards in all the usual places, Blog Talk Radio, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, and join us next week For the David Bowers Awards, Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFC-FM 106.3 in Rochester, New York. That's Rochester Free Radio. And, of course, on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. UTC. So until next week, for the David Bowers and all of our crew of um, questionable people here at the Radio Ranch, this is... The lovably legendary John Bon Jovial saying, Be good to yourself, continue to wash your hands, we're not out of this yet, and we'll see you next week, right here on the David Bowers Award.